0: connecting, growing, and gaining opportunities together. Welcome to the Travel Hub Podcast. Hi everyone, and welcome to the Travel Hub Podcast. I'm Michelle Bouchore, your host for today's show. Today I'm talking with Patrick Tinklenberg, the VP of IT for the Saquon Casino and Resort, which is owned by the Saquon Band of Kumai Nation. Before we get started, I wanted to give you some background on the tribe and the casino that we'll be talking about today. The Saquon Band is just one of 109 federally recognized tribes located in California. They support 130 tribal members, many governmental programs, and the Saquon Casino, which recently expanded to include 2,800 slots, 80 tables, 9 restaurants, an on-site hotel with 302 hotel rooms, an outdoor pool with a lazy river, a spa, and a convention center featuring indoor and outdoor event space. Both the tribe and the casino are located in Al California, which is about 20 miles east of downtown San Diego. The facility is located in a valley surrounded
1: by stunning mountains.
0: Patrick, it sounds beautiful out there.
1: It is, it's a beautiful area of the county. 25, 30 minute drive from downtown out to the casino and it's it's gorgeous once you get into, it's called Dehesa Valley, the area, and once you get into the valley, it's just absolutely beautiful.
0: Well, maybe I'll have to have Mike Day send me out there for like a recruiting trip or something.
1: Uh, I (laughs) think that's a spectacular (laughs) idea. You guys, when you do a, a regional event, I'm uh-huh. sure we'll have to have this here at the casino and so clearly a site visit is in order.
0: I think so too. I'm gonna I'm gonna send this to him as soon as we're done. That's a great idea. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now let's get down to business. Let's start by telling our audience a little bit about your background. I understand that you have experience working within the tech industry in both tribal government and within tribal gaming. And a few years back, you made the leap from government to gaming. Can you tell us about your previous position and what brought you to where you are now here?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Back in, I think it was about 2005, I started working for the Barona Band of Mission Indians, which is a, another tribe here in San Diego County. San Diego County has, I think, about 13 federally recognized tribes just in the county, which is kind of amazing, started working for them as their tribal IT director. They only had a team of, at the time, three people. And so I came on board to help them kind of build out their IT infrastructure and their technology capabilities. They had a number of tribal services there as well. They had a full tribal government, fire, police, school, museum, utilities, construction, planning and development, and then obviously all of the traditional tribal services that you have with enrollment. and and elder services and all of that. It was a good-sized organization for, again, a fairly small tribe. I think there they have about 300 and some voting members on the tribal side. Along with the tribal government stuff, it was also responsible for all of the technology for surveillance, and the Gaming Commission was Mm -hmm. part of my Mm responsibilities over there. And in one of my capacities with the Gaming Commission, I was the technology liaison between the Gaming Commission and the casino. Verona has a good-sized casino uh, at the time, uh, 2,000 slot machines, a 250-room hotel, uh, some meeting space, number of restaurants. I think there were maybe five or six at the time when I started there. So a good-sized gaming operation, very well-respected, uh, very successful uh, in Southern California. So I got to work with Mike Murphy, who is the VP of IT at Verona Casino for a number of years. I was there for about seven and a half years uh, working for the tribe and got to learn a lot from him and interact with the casino IT group there while I made sure that they complied with all of the regulatory requirements that the Gaming Commission had laid out and then was able to take some of the technology that they were using and bring it back, use it with the tribe, even sometimes explore new technology on the tribal side and share it with the casino. There were a number of Wi-Fi initiatives that we did, some, some long-range Wi-Fi and some other things that we did that we were actually nice. able to partner with the casino, allowed them to utilize some of our experience but it was very much a collaborative relationship between the tribe and the casino. And so I learned a lot about casino operations, especially on the technology side.
0: That's really great.
1: It was was absolutely perfect. And, And honestly, it was a great relationship and helped not only the gaming commission and the tribe out because you know I could help educate them on the real risks associated with technology, what things we should be trying to limit our exposure to, and what things really weren't as big an issue as as maybe they thought. And that's honestly that's where the first exposure the gaming commission had to cloud infrastructure, software as a service, all of that came up, and we started those discussions. And so it was they were very early adopters of some limited uh, cloud exposure on the tribal level, uh, which back then was pretty innovative. So after being with the tribe for about seven and a half years, I had an opportunity. I got contacted by Saquon Casino. At the time, they were looking really just to kind of touch base with somebody about the challenges that they'd been having with technology. I came in and talked to them for a little while. And after a couple hour meeting, they thought that I might be a good person to bring on board as their head of IT at the time as an executive director position. And I thought after, you know, the number of years that I'd had exposure to casino technology and some of the things that we'd been able to do on the tribal side, some of the management experience I'd gained at that point, the tribal IT group had grown from three to 14 for all of the other things that we were supporting. And so I had an opportunity to kind of build that team up, and I thought it'd be a good time to make the move to the casino. It was certainly an opportunity that was going to present some new challenges for me, and, and I was very much interested in that. And so I made the jump.
0: What a great segue to have that experience, the collaborative working, and then just to kind of segue. It almost was pretty perfect the way it all laid out.
1: Yeah, it was really amazing and doesn't happen often that way to people, but I was very lucky in that regard and really had a chance to experience what it was like to run the top technology organization for a casino without actually having the responsibility of running the technology organization for a casino. And so mm-hmm. it really worked out perfectly.
0: Yeah. Any advice for listeners who might be thinking about making a similar transition?
1: Yeah. You know, one of the things that I didn't have exposure to as much was on the tribal government side or working with the IT department at the casino was the marketing side of the casino organization. I know that for technology professionals, sometimes working with a marketing organization can be a challenge. And so I would say if you're going to make that jump, one of the things that you should do early on after you've made that jump is spend a bunch of time with the marketing folks. Learn what they're trying to do, learn how they need support from technology, try and get them on board with the things that technology needs from marketing. You know we aren't always able to do things at the spur of the moment like marketing would like we don't have unlimited capacity uh, or unlimited funds which seems like what marketing has some of the time and so it can sometimes lead to a contentious relationship and i'd say uh, one of the things that i've appreciated the most about working here at Sequan is how good a relationship i have with our marketing department and how much Um, We both trust each other to make good decisions and to to partner on projects. And so I got very lucky. I had a good VP of marketing that I came in and was able to work with. So uh, I would say that that would be one of the first things I would do. The other thing that's also very important, and I got lucky again having some exposure to this early on, But if you're coming from a tribal government side, you might not have had as much exposure to the gaming operation side. So learning the different types of games, what's important to gaming operations, the terms, the key metrics. What are key gaming metrics? What are people talking about when they talk about theoretical, when they're talking about decisions per hour and and things like that? Understand those metrics and and how they impact the business, because that's going to be very, very important. Those are things that you're going to need to know and be able to support, especially when you're talking about different business outcomes around those metrics and around those operational environments.
0: If I could come to the computer and give you a hug right now, I totally would. I have 15 years experience working for tribal casino marketing department and i can't tell you how many times i butted heads with it and perhaps even michael day when he was there (laughs) because the non-communication between the two departments who really rely on each other but don't even realize it because you're just seeing you're seeing the same thing but separate ways almost you know what i mean so it's that's that's a really really great point so speaking of mike day uh, he wanted me to tell you that he's looking forward to winning some money from you the next time you guys golf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, really?
0: Um, but you are a, a board member for TribalNet. Yeah. And you're well known within the tribal community. How has your involvement within TribalNet and Tribal Hub helped you over the years?
1: You know, I would say that the best thing for me in terms of being on the TribalNet board and, and really being involved with Tribal Hub and TribalNet for quite a few years now, I want to say it's probably been 13 or 14 years that I've been pending TribalNet, and I think 10 or 11 years on the board now, mm-hmm. forever. But really the exposure to new ideas and new people and new challenges, it seems like every year I have an opportunity to meet somebody new who's struggling with something or who's solved a problem that I'm struggling with. And that kind of exchange has been immeasurably beneficial for me. It's pretty crazy if you think After that many years that you've kind of experienced everything and and met everybody. But uh, even just this last year in Nashville at TribalNet, sitting down at a table for lunch and having a chance to chat with the head of technology for the school district of the Navajo Nation, who runs, I think he said, 50 different schools. I'm talking with him about his technology challenges and why he was there and what he was hoping to get out of TribalNet. It was an amazing experience. And so I would say for me, that's been the, the biggest thing. The other thing that I really enjoy about it is being able to give back a little bit. I've had the fortune of working for two tribes that both have successful gaming operations. They're relatively small tribes, so they have resources that a lot of other tribes large or small, don't necessarily have. And so being able to try out different things, experience different things, learn new technology, and then bring it back to a forum uh, where I can share that knowledge with other folks who don't have those experiences and don't have those resources is something that I also really enjoy and something that that being on the board and being a part of uh, Tribal Hub has allowed me to do.
0: That's great. Well, I can tell you that everyone here definitely appreciates you and your involvement. So thank you. You're very welcome. Now going back to the Casino Rebuild, It seems that with any new build, there's always an opportunity to incorporate and create a design using a unique or innovative technology type system. Are there any parts of the facility when you were part of the rebuild that you did this with?
1: Yeah, I would say there were a couple of things that we did. One of the things that I didn't think was really going to be that innovative, but turned out to be something that I think surprised a lot of people that were part of our construction team and design team was running IP direct to all of the TVs. I kind of assumed that that was a commonplace thing, but it turns out that it's not. They were expecting that we were going to have set-top boxes and either coax or potentially copper cabling running to those set-top boxes. But we chose to go IP direct into the back of the TV with full IP video distribution system. It's been great for us. It's allowed us to do a lot of innovative integration with the tvs in terms of what we're able to display and how we're able to make those interactive so that was very fun to do and something that i didn't think was going to be that innovative and turned out to be the other thing that we did was the guest access control system is entirely wireless supports a number of wireless protocols including zigbee and bluetooth and allows us to do mobile keys so people can use their cell phones as their room key that is something that's becoming A little bit more common in the hotel industry um, is not quite as common in casino hotels, but I expect that as casinos and as tribal resorts embrace mobility, especially when it comes to how it impacts their guests, uh, Mm -hmm. that that will become certainly much more commonplace. The whole idea of self-check-in, of mobile pre and allowing guests essentially to be able to, long before they reach the hotel... Check in, know which room they're going to be in and walk directly to their room without necessarily having to interact with anybody uh, on the casino floor at registration. It's a, it's a great opportunity to give the guest something unique and something that they, they don't always get at every hotel that they go to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And again, with the marketing IT tie-in, right? <laughs> That's exactly mm-hmm. right. Now, I've been a part of some different projects similar to your expansion project, and they always seem to take a toll on the staff. Were you able to keep everyone positive and on task, and how did you do that with a team and such a large project? Did you have any techniques that you used on the regular to keep everybody positive and moving forward?
1: Well, what I really tried to do was work them so hard that they didn't know where they were or what was going on. (laughs) Didn't really have time to figure out. No, they did. Uh, they did such an amazing job, and I think, to be quite frank, it probably helped most that everyone was a hundred percent committed, top to bottom not just within IT, but within the organization of doing whatever it took to make this successful. And so I think having the team see that, whether it was me underneath a bed trying to find cabling and plug in the tablets that we had in the guest rooms or our IT managers or even, honestly, a number of our other executives who were running from floor to floor, putting the rooms together the day before our opening uh, that gosh. kind of buy-in across the board from top to bottom uh, really helped the team out and really kept everybody energized throughout the process. I think the other thing, and being involved early on I think also helped them so that they always had the big picture in mind and they mm-hmm. always knew it was coming down the pipe and not necessarily being surprised or being asked. And not that it didn't happen, but, you know, we didn't get as many last-minute requests. Hey, you know what? Oh, we forgot to tell you, you need to do this. or or, hey, we change this and this needs to happen. It did happen, and that always happens as part of any project, but it was less frequent. So our team didn't necessarily have to deal with that so much. I think that helped as well.
0: Yeah, now when you talked about the involvement, were you involved like right from the beginning to the end? And if not, what do you think is the right type of involvement or amount of involvement from IT in a project of this size?
1: I was involved from the very beginning. Now, part of that has to do with the fact that I am on our executive committee since the feasibility studies and the conceptual planning and all of that started with that group and gave me an opportunity to be involved early on. But there were times once the project really kind of kicked off and we got approval from tribal council and and the general membership to move forward that there were consultants and other people coming in and having little sidebar meetings that impacted technology. And so early on, I inserted myself as often as I possibly could Mm -hmm. in those meetings. And it took spending a lot of time with different departments, whether it was with our facilities group, which was always involved. Our marketing group, our gaming operations group, our general manager, our finance team obviously was invited to every single meeting. Uh, And so sitting down and talking with those folks and saying, hey, listen, if something comes up and has anything to do with technology, let me know so I can make sure I'm there or I can get somebody there. But I absolutely forced myself into a lot of those meetings early on. And then once the project was going and things were kind of dragging on and there was it seemed like we had been doing meetings for years. I made sure that we continued to attend the meetings, because even if technology isn't on the agenda, sometimes there's little sidebars or breakouts or uh, one thing leads to another and you end up talking about something that affects technology and so being really consistent about attending the meetings and always showing up even if it doesn't necessarily 100% concern technology, just having a presence um, also makes a huge difference.
0: Now you worked closely with a few technology partners that are also tribal value partners. One of those in particular is Technologent. Can you tell us a little bit about them and why they were a good partner for you with this expansion?
1: Yeah, uh, we started working with Technologent just a little bit before we started working on the expansion. Uh, technology honestly has a great, deep technology bench. They've got people who are experts in a broad, broad, broad range of, of technology solutions—not just vendor-specific solutions. They don't associate necessarily with a specific technology stack or align with a particular vendor's viewpoint on you know one way to do things or another. They're fairly agnostic when it comes to that, and then they have the expertise within those areas, whether it's storage or networking or security or, or whatever to give you a range of solutions talk with you about how it can meet your specific goals and then have that internal expertise to implement whichever solution you choose. They're not going to try and lead you down one specific path or pigeonhole you in in one thing in particular. The other thing that they bring, uh, which I really did appreciate, and and I've talked with them a little bit about this, is they have a national presence, which gives them a perspective that not a lot of other technology resellers or integrators have because they might be regional or local, so they'll be working with a very small subset of customers locally, or they might only be working in a certain vertical, and so they'd only have exposure to technology used in a certain way. Um, technology really has a broad range of industries that they work in, and so when I'm looking at a solution, I can say, Hey, you know what? I understand that this is how casinos do it, but how does does the financial industry do this, or how does healthcare do this, or how does, you know, education do this? So we can take solutions that are the best in certain industries and then apply them to casinos where they're appropriate, and sometimes get a little bit ahead of what other casinos and folks in that space are doing. So I, I enjoy that part of it.
0: Now, some of your staff in the IT department have been engaged with us and attended TribalNet throughout the years, and they have some true success stories of their own. Can you tell us a little bit about how you develop such a great team?
1: Obviously, the first big step is hiring the right people. When you are interviewing people, understanding that that interview is as much about cultural fit as it is about technology, you know, strengths and weaknesses. And so starting from that standpoint, that's a great first step on uh, making sure that you're hiring for your culture within your organization and then developing a culture that everybody can buy into. And for us, it's really about team culture. It's really an, an us before me type of culture. And so when I sit down and talk with people about what the things that we're going to do um, and when we succeed and when we fail, we do it as a group internally we will celebrate individual successes but externally we make sure that everyone gets acknowledged for the successes that we have uh, as an organization and getting everybody to buy into that sometimes a challenge because every now and then, and, and it was the case when I got here, it was a very siloed, focused on the individual and individual success type of organization. And so we had a lot of work to do to change that up. And then once we got everyone to buy into the fact that, you know what, you can still feel good about what you do, even if it's the entire group that's getting celebrated. And so uh, that's been, I think, big, big for us.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, what's up next for you and Saquon? The next few years, still about expansion, or you have some other projects you're working on?
1: Right now, we are still kind of understanding what we've built, <laughs> to be quite frank. Uh-huh. Um, you go into it having one idea of what it is you're creating, and then your guests quickly tell you after that what they think of what you've created. And, and for the most part, we've had just spectacular comments about the new facility and what we've done, and that's been great. But we had some expectations in terms of how people use the space, uh, whether it's the convention space or the hotel space or the, you know, the pool areas for one of the clubs that we built or even the gaming space. And our guests didn't necessarily use it that way. And Mm -hmm. so now we're adjusting to all of that. You know, there were also some expectations around who would be coming to the new expanded casino. And that has been a little bit of a surprise for us as well. And so looking at those analytics around Who's coming to the casino? What are they doing when they're here? How long are they staying? Those kinds of things are all part of a big analytics project, which is really what we're going to be doing. We started in 2019, we'll be uh, focusing on through 2020 to understand what do we do now, now that we built this thing? How do we make it successful? How do we make this something that really meets the original goals of expanding the casino and building a world-class resort experience? So that, yeah. that's a big part of it. We're also going to be spending a little bit of time looking for some new opportunities. And, uh, you know, the Southern California Indian gaming market is a very uh, competitive market. There are 10 or 11 casinos just in San Diego County alone. So you always have to be on top of your game. You always have to be uh, innovating and changing and evolving. And so that will always be something we look to do. And, and some of that's going to be Uh, Adding new things into what we offer as a gaming and resort environment and some of it's going to be maybe changing some of those things and some of it may be looking at additional expansion, whether it's additional hotel and guest room space or additional convention space or uh, outdoor space. Those will be things that we start looking at as well, probably later in 2020. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but those will be things that are certainly uh, in the near future for us as well.
0: Well, it sounds like you definitely have the right team in place to make those ideas and plans come to fruition. Thank you very much for the time today. I appreciate it. And I loved learning about your facility. And it sounds like you guys have a great thing going out there.
1: We absolutely do. And we really love it. It's a, it's a great place to be and a wonderful tribe to work for. So we're happy.
0: Thank you for listening to our show today. You can visit the Sequan Casino and Resort website at sequan.com. That's S-Y-C-U-A-N.com. If you have a topic for our show or you have a story you'd like to share, please let me know. I can be reached at at TribalHub.com. And also, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to never miss an episode. You can connect with all of us here by searching Tribal Hub on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And of course, on our website, tribalhub.com. Hope you guys have a great day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.